this week on the Push Wallows podcast, we talk in depth about scrambled eggs. We talk about a couple of fitness events I went to and fitness industry burnout for you coaches. Three, two, one. Let's explain to Dan what a bagel is, shall we? Hey guys, welcome to the Push Pull Legs podcast with myself, Damik. Me, Tomo. What's going on, bro? You should have explained it was a bagel, mate, because from where I was, <laughs> from where I was sat on my phone looking at that, it looked like a burger bun because of the way it was shaped. Sesame seeds more likely to be on a burger bun than a bagel, right? And Outrageous. it didn't look, it didn't look like it had the 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 texture and you know that like chewiness of a bagel. It didn't look, it looked. Didn't look it looked like it was more of no, but as in it looked like the bun was more like shaped properly like a burger bun rather than like a more bagel was a bit flatter, right? And they're a bit thick. This was like clearly at the edges it was going up. It was like yeah. a bowl shape. I, like a bowl so shape. So I I think that's because, right? So uh I had bought the Warburton's like already sliced bagels. So they, well, they tend that's, to be like, well, that's your own fault then for a poor choice of bagel because that's one of the worst <laughs> bagels you can buy. So, so straight away you deserve you just, it. So they, you yeah. turn it and it like just already there, so you don't have to get a knife out. Um, but but sometimes you turn it and you break it and you're like, oh god, what's going on? Um, mm. And I fancied a real bagel and not a thin for once. Um, it does every now and again you get sick of thins, don't you? You're like, all right, I want a big. It's just not enough bread bagel. to them. Yeah, it's just not just enough like, to them, like you know. I think if you're dieting and you have to have it, and great, but like no one's choosing that for choice, are they? Over, over, no one. Like if you, if you know, if you'd have the free choice, no one, no one. Does. That's the thing. So if anybody Sorry. has zero context of what we're talking about, but <laughs> on now, uh, Dan Urbsty, I feel like you did this previously. Um, there was a there was a point of we talked about eggs and egg preparation, and uh, and then Dan started put well, he posts his eggs all the fucking time. You get it, Dan? You have eggs um and make people yeah, loving people, it people people loving, loving it, your eggs people are, yeah they're posting <laughs> me they're tagging me they can't get it right none of them can do you know what i mean it's, then, it's not hard either it, I don't was, understand. it was like, annoying people, i'm not joking i have people begging me for the recipe like how do you do this how do you do it and i'm like fuck it no, like, i was I'm quite annoyed with my effort today because i was like should i even bother but i was like i want to get involved fuck it i'll stroke dan's ego slightly and then uh and i was like because Blow my own trumpet. I can normally cook decent eggs and it'll be absolutely fine. I think Dan knows that, but I was like, the eggs that I had weren't the greatest egg. They were like MS like eggs. So they're not, they're not half like bad eggs, but you need some like proper big yolk ones to make them how you have made them, right? You're going well, the like ones, the gold... ones over here. Do you know, like the ones over here are just like Giant the, the normal eggs. The normal eggs really? over here are really good. Like, yeah, they're they really need... golden yolks, you know, really big. And, and yeah, that's just like the general super. Whatever. You, I know you can get like big yolk ones. Those are the ones you want to scramble eggs with. And then the ones I, that we I used to get like... in the UK were Clarence Court. They're incredible. That's the ones. Clarence yeah, the Clarence Court, Court the brown ones. Yeah. ones. They're a bit spendy. They're, they're like, they're like, they like are. three quid or six, like somewhere like that. Yeah. It's 50p an egg. Don't think they were that much when that when i've won but um Mate, yeah, inflation it, it might be now yeah i was about to say it might be now. <laughs> but um yeah like they're definitely it used to be i think we used to buy i think we used to buy 10 of those for three quid tom i think i used to buy it with I mean, it's when definitely i had it on more the, than that now that's what definitely I had it on a cardo don't worry about that um it was it was it was 10 it was three pound for 10 um which was still a lot because you can get at the time it was half the price for 12 normal you know free range ones but Worth it for those golden yolks, you know. Those golden yolks, because because I think we can vaguely say that. I mean, I think there is a lack of ability to do scrambled egg. 
um, quiet most of the time. And oh, is it me yeah. or is it literally just don't have it too hot and keep the fucking egg moving? So I'll tell you the real secret, right? And I think there's a, this is one thing that I, I see people, there's something about it because I've tried it a few different ways now. I think the key ingredient is butter. You have to have butter in the mixture. Don't put milk, don't put anything else, just a knob of butter, a pretty decent sized knob of butter in with the eggs as you scramble them up on the, on the pan. But the biggest problem that people have with eggs, right, in that they don't know this, is that eggs cook when you take them off the heat. Eggs cook at a very, very low temperature. So it's not even necessarily about the temperature you have the pan or, or, or how, how much you heat it. I've tried it both again, both ways. It's the eye to be able to look at the eggs and go, right, they're about 30 seconds Just away from them. being ready. Yeah. So you take them off, you keep stirring it, you keep stirring it. And it's when then, because the heat's still in the pan and it's still cooking it, which what most people do is they wait till it's at the consistency they want it to be. They then take it off the heat, they give it a stir and it, they're overcooked at that point. And then they're hotter and then they go onto the toast and they still cook on the toast. So the trick is actually... I'm giving away my secrets here. I can't believe it. Get but it like you said, it's, it's to keep them moving. You don't want to create an omelet. You want to keep it moving. Yeah. You want to make sure that, that that happens. And then as it's moving, you kind of get right with the consistency. And again, it's when you think they're 30 seconds underdone, take it off the heat, keep stirring it, keep moving it. It'll be bang on. I'm telling you now. That's the thing. So that's, that's what happened to what that's what happened today because my bagel, um, the setting on the toaster was a little bit lower than normal. And I had to go back and retoast yeah. a bit of my bagel no, whilst so, the eggs were done. And I was like, shit. Right. You've, you've Here we go. So the a, next a toasted pre, right? Yeah, 100%. That's <laughs> the, another key thing is the toast and the marmite is done before the eggs even go on the heat. Like you can't break focus from the eggs. You can't. That's They're really quick. They heat up really quick. It happens really, really quickly with them. And they turn that quick from from ooh, a gloop to they're cooked yeah like it you have to have that done you can't be I quite, I, with a coffee I as quite well like cooking like, like eggs on low but like because i don't know whether you've watched this uh but gordon ramsay had a show um what was his thing it was uh future food stars he uh he had on the bbc basically he launched his own apprentice exactly the same concept as the apprentice um but they're all kind of food entrepreneurs i think you probably actually quite like it but one of the episodes, um, they're all idiots, by the way, but one of the episodes um, was in the Savoy. Obviously, Ramsey uh, has the restaurant in Savoy and they, they were cooking eggs in there. And literally their eggs, their scrambled eggs take one minute because the pan is just super hot, bosh, boom, done. And he's like, it's a one minute egg. He's just like, that needs to be plated within basically three minutes. He was like, from order to service should be 12 minutes like for their like their eggs and stuff it's just like it should be all, all their breakfasts should be out within 12 minutes or something like that they were like Book. um so that's how quick they are but yeah that's that, that puts into perspective i usually cook my eggs quite low and slow um just because i don't want to fuck them up basically because yeah. the, the the peaking point isn't as is more gradual so i can be like oh boom yeah, yeah done okay yeah sure crazy. and obviously like yeah there's less chance than the pan getting really hot where if you put it on a really high heat mm. pan's hotter and all that sort of interesting stuff. do you do you use like, like a frying pan or a saucepan frying pan yes yeah, you use pan. a frying pan i use a saucepan you can use either i don't think it makes a difference yeah, no, but no. i think it's, it's a, you know no uh, my buddy was like oh not using a frying pan controversial so like, how is what it's easier Seems doesn't so go funny. anywhere yeah I yeah, just, yeah. I just, 
I'm like, it's got a nice lid. I'm, I'm a bit basic with my hurry dexterity, apparently. So I'm just like, yep. clearly, mate. Yeah, just <laughs> a child can go everywhere. But yeah, that's um, that's just how I do it anyway. And it seems to seems to work perfectly every time, doesn't it? Judging my Instagram, so you know, I think we're all good with that. But yeah, that's the secret. Um, that is the secret. But uh, yeah, most people they overcook them. That's the that's the thing. They overcook them, and that's why you've now learned why they're overcooked. But I have to say, I had someone send me something today, uh, and it's changing my eggs tomorrow um i'm gonna Ooh. i'm gonna tag him but it wasn't I've the never had uh, former chef was it no it wasn't the former chef no the the, the, lead, um, the weirdest brag ever <laughs> yeah, yeah um is that someone sent me theirs and they had their eggs on toast with um hot sauce sriracha sauce on it Ooh. and i do like sriracha sauce so i'm like is that how you say it sriracha 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 i think it is. sriracha or sriracha i believe i think i'm gonna try that tomorrow I fancy a little change, but it's still gonna be eggs, still gonna be good. But I think, I think that on the toast, I wouldn't put it on the eggs. I think I put it on the toast. I think, I think it would go under under the eggs. I think it would be best because you get a more even spread then of the toast to 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 sauce to egg ratio. Whereas if you put it all on top of the egg, you might get some bits that got more on than others. Whereas yeah, if you were but to... I might like the surprise of like the little drops. Nah. Maybe you go one no, no, with no. Drop, drops on it and then one spreaded. And see, see think, what it is. Are you a scientist? I'm not going to. Why would you? I'm not, not going to spread it. I think I'll just, yeah, maybe spread it. I don't know. We'll, we'll find out tomorrow morning when I, I feel like this. If you spread it, it's going to get lost in the butter. I'm not going to have it tomorrow, am I? Because I'm playing golf. So I'm not going to have that yeah. tomorrow. It'll be Thursday when I have it. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Wonderful. We'll, we'll all look forward to that. Uh, little taste test. <laughs> all right. What's been going on with you apart from eggs? Not a lot, mate. Just trying to improve my golf game. My putting is, uh, is, is, is dreadful absolutely dreadful like my i'm not gonna i'm not not blowing my own trumpet but my stats and all the other things are i've been told by someone else scratch golf level except my putting <laughs> is bringing me right down um my greens and regulation was up at 60 percent scratch golf level fairways and regulation 70 percent scratch golf level you you um, can't take you, know. you can't take uh the advice of Sook. That's not suck, though. No, that's not suck. No, no, no. <laughs> Someone else who's a scratch golfer, even they said, they said they struggle with the same thing. They were like putting is their, their thing, but they're struggling because they're getting 36 putts. I'm struggling because I'm getting 43. So it's a big difference. Um, mm. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's all right, mate. It's just getting a bit hot. I think on Sunday when I played, I got heat stroke because I had a headache all day and it lasted until Monday as well. Um, didn't, didn't feel great um, then. It's just getting hot now. It's getting like 44 degrees. Like 10 o'clock yeah, yeah that's it's warm no no thank you no yeah but yeah other than that it's, it's all good mate how about yourself well you, you've been playing golf haven't you i have i played twice and i had a lesson for the first time because shock when you need some help or you want to be guided in the right direction and get better you get a coach uh, you muddle through uh, it mate you just muddle through it you type in golf plan <laughs> on google and see what comes that's what up, people yeah. do with their nutrition their fitness and their business yeah. don't they so that's all yeah. that happens i mean why not yeah, yeah. It was it's funny, funny. I was fine. I was, it's funny i find with people like us when they don't know something you just pay someone and go right tell me what do i do what do you know because you've just done it yeah. for that long you just go well i know this is going to help me right just pay yeah, i'll pay yeah. someone <laughs> yeah, i played golf for a long time and that's actually the first time i've gone and had a proper fucking coaching session by yeah someone so it's good i'm gonna see him every i think we're just gonna do like every three weeks ish i think just have like catch-up sessions um yeah. i'm at the i'm at the stage of and because i think it's like also i'm blowing my trumpet i'm quite body aware so i can work out things as well yeah um of yeah. what i'm doing 
Um, I think that so, helped. I think that helped me when I had my lessons that in between he said, oh, you're making progress quite quickly. And I was like, yeah, because when you say do this, do that, I know what to do. Like I know yeah, how yeah. my body feels. I know how like, to I think for us it helps. I know how to organize yeah. my hips and stuff like that. Because so, we were trying to do stuff with my hips. And I, I actually was like making a point to him. And I was just like, well, anatomically, what you're telling me to do is against what my body naturally thinks it should do. Because um, I was like, because on how, so within golf, obviously people might know that a lot of stuff happens from your hips, a lot of stuff powers from your legs, really, as with fucking every sport. So train your legs, yeah. guys. Um, that's yeah. why I do all that power fucking shrimp stuff with most people through their legs. Um, but there's like you, the, the hips shouldn't be traveling towards the ball. Whereas in what he wants me to do, it's like, he doesn't want my hips to travel yet. I think my hips should travel towards the ball because that's where they generate power from. Cause I'd mm -hmm. be like, no, if I were to change direction or like sprint off to the left, suddenly after facing forwards, my hips in a turn, I'm going to duck and go. And then I'm going to drive off. Probably I'm going to snap my, uh, my left hip, like snap my hamstring, uh, back to create some torque. And then I'm going to push off my right. Um, Maybe you do an over this within speed training. It's called uh, you, you've got small instep or big overstep. Uh, it's an American against a British uh, thing. If people mm. go research that, I'm usually a small instep guy because that's what naturally happens. But yeah, it was it was quite odd, and I had to think about. I'm like, all right, I've got to think about let my hips hang back instead of them going forwards. And I tried to explain it to him. And he was, I think he was quite enjoying the conversation because I don't think my would. I'm guessing not a lot of the guys that are going in there are talking about certain things with their body. And I'm like, this should happen. This yeah. blah, 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 this. So, yeah. And obviously it was just like, yeah, so uh, we can trade kind of expertise. Right. And then you'll be able to take me for a session. I'm like, probably. Yeah. Annoyingly, he is, is as expensive as me. And I was like, for fuck's sake, um, we actually can. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more down to the, the the golf facility i've gone to because it's in central london and obviously good coaches mm. go to decent facilities it is the kind of version of a golf facility of third space it's yeah. like all high tech and everything and looks really nice and got all the fucking gadgets and i was just like uh, i guess so it's like yeah there is a reason why i'd like to train in a nice gym so i'd like to do this in a nice place but yeah it was good yeah. golfing and uh yeah i guess i can talk about the fitness based things that I did over the week as well. I went to not one, but two events. Um, the first one I went to, I spoke at called Elevate. Um, I believe it's because it wanted to elevate the fitness industry. Catchy. Um, it used to be called mm. Daniel. Um, I'm pretty sure you probably have gone or we might have gone together at some point. Was it called like Elite Sport Performance Expo or something like that? I, I no feel idea. like you would have you I feel like you, it was definitely going when you were in London like it was definitely a thing because I remember going I don't remember I don't know if I went with you or maybe I went with like a couple of the boys at third space I went a couple of times because it's uh like the north like there's some dinosaurs there of the fitness industry but there's also a lot of like physios a lot of equipment specialists a lot of like medical doctors and stuff like that but it's all round mm. health and fitness um not just like I don't know body power where it's just like <laughs> body powder and yeah. all that. This is like all round of fitness, which is quite cool. Mm. Um, so yeah, lots of people doing there was like education, like expo kind of thing. 
people showing what they do, products, and yeah, I know all that kind of thing. It was all right. It was actually all right. It didn't get, I don't think it got well publicized because it wasn't crazy busy, but tickets were free. So I was like, why shouldn't, why haven't people made the effort? Or also the Elizabeth line, straight there now. Like it's, people ain't got an excuse. So lots of free education, that kind of thing. So it's cool. Got talking to uh, a company called Gymware, who uh, asked me multiple questions after my panel, um, which was cool. Shockingly, Dan, shockingly, they were asking about VBT uh, because mm. uh, <laughs> we were talking about it a little bit on on the. I was my talk was around applying speed and power for the general population, and apparently, I seem to be one of the only coaches applying like VBT to the general population. Um, which might be if anybody decides to do my combine shit, um, I've left an option for iOS people, um, shockingly, that they'll be able to learn how to do it. That'd be good. Um, but mm. yeah, lovely. But they were talking about so gymware, they've got like a I can't remember what this thing machine is now, but like a little cable thing. I think maybe you are like might, might have used one of them at some point, or we might have used one in football but they've been around for like six, seven years. You try a little cable to the barbell and it like mm. accelerometer kind of thing, kind of standard. It's got like all the gizmos in front of it. So it's yeah. interesting though. It was quite cool. We're talking to them. They were quite interested because uh, they were, they're applying it to like athlete athletes and sports and stuff like that. They haven't tried to hit the general public very well. Mm-hmm. And shockingly, my first thing was like, all right, well, from my perspective, and what I said, I was like, my thing was like, it's got to be like Strava, how Strava smashed it on like shareability and like the GPS data and all that kind of shit. I was like, why haven't mm. you guys done that yet? They're like, oh, we haven't, it's not shareable. I was like, fitness community, they want to shout about what they want to do. They shout about all the good stuff they're doing. So why isn't it shareable? I was like, I'm using this app-based one because guess what? I can go video, click, save, share. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's like... All right, that needs to happen. So interesting. Make your content shareable. People might actually share it. Oh, uh, apart from yeah. Instagram posts, but yeah, it's fun. So it's good. It's good. That was it. Was a nice little event. There was lots of speakers. Luke was obviously speaking. Um, old Silverman, of course. A whole we had a, a stage at first base, so it was cool. And there was plenty of other of the classic. It was a lot of the people from the UK PTs group, which is a. Uh, it's questionable mm. that's why i said that's why I, did, I said dinosaurs of the industry were there um mm. so yeah they've been around for a long time seem to be doing the same thing but as long as they're happy yeah. um yeah and then i went to my protein labs daniel so i was there as a kind of just coach's corner kind of thing if anybody needed help with squats and deadlifts and shit um oh, yeah. help them but it was uh interesting because i was in like i was there as a my protein I don't know, influencer staff person. And uh, yeah, sharing the green room with the Stoltman brothers and like Eddie Hall. Quite an experience. They're big boys, aren't they? Fuck me. Like, I don't imagine Stolt- so, yeah. The Stoltman brothers, the two Scottish lads, like current world's strongest man. Lovely. Such lovely people. So nice. Just like really down to earth, just kind of sitting there, fucking eating their uh, subway um, in a, a tiny seat, just like giggling um really lovely people uh, it's quite funny um but yeah they're fucking massive uh, um yeah it was quite cool it was an interesting event it was well done by my protein but 
I realized how old I am. Um, Cause I guess the demographic of my protein, how, how old do you think they are? When did you last Since buy probably, my, my protein products, Daniel? Yeah. A long time ago. <laughs> yeah. So when you like, like, it's the same It's the Gymshark crowd, isn't it? It's the same thing. Yeah. It's, the, it's like getting into people, getting into it. It's like 17 to 20 year olds. I think it's probably mm. the big demographic for males. And obviously there, there was these uh, micro-influencers um, that were there that are obviously like big on TikTok or big on certain things. And I had no idea, no idea who these humans were. Um, yeah. They were loving life though. There were a lot of energy, those uh, young people. Um, not some great lifts, but yeah, yeah. But yeah, to be expected at that right. age, right? So absolutely yeah. fine. Um, but yeah, it was interesting. I just... It was such a Gen Z crowd. And I was just like, God, I feel like such an old human being. I, was like, I can barely use TikTok. Yeah. Uh, me and Dan tried to use it every now and again. It's just like, oh. <laughs> I, I, I get so confused by it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. I just don't understand how, it, how it's supposed to be used. I just don't get, I don't get it in any way, shape or form. Uh, but hey, each to their own, right? Each to each their, their own. own. Yeah, it's fine. But yeah, it was a good good little event. I think they will be looking at doing some other stuff. Tickets were like really cheap. They're only like 12 quid. So, and you could sit mm. on like some talks with like Eddie Hall, Stoltman's, like some other pretty cool people. So yeah, it was all right. It was all right. It was all mm. right, Daniel. But yeah, other than that, that was my week. That was my weekend. It was uh, decent. Um, I've written... At the top of this title, just because I think we'll just spend 10 minutes talking about it because Dan needs to go to bed. He hasn't even eaten. It's 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. man. Jesus. All right. We'll, we'll talk about vague um, fitness burnout is the topic. Um, fitness burnout. Fitness burnout. And I guess um, through Dan's handle being the anti-fitness fitness guys, is essentially what this can be talking about in terms of... Uh, surrounding yourself in the world of fitness and how i guess we can give how to combat it slightly and our experience of kind of just just burnout within our particular industry i guess because we both we both been through stages of that like mm-hmm. we're both in our 30s now some a little bit further mm-hmm. into their 30s than others but yeah <laughs> um, i think um i think we actually had a question about this in our um in our um in our one-to-one coaching group this week from another coach who asked about the same thing. Um, there's, there's a few things about this. I think it's important to talk through. One is um, it's very real. It does happen to, to everyone at some point, I think, um, because it's your own business, you're self-employed. I think naturally anyone who's entrepreneurial and has the entrepreneurial spirit will always be thinking about their work to a certain degree. Like I think it's hard to switch off. I think when you're um, when you're that way inclined, but I think the problem with fitness is that because we get into it, because we enjoy it, that's, that's kind of where the passion starts from is that we enjoy it. So we start off enjoying it. So we recognize burnout a bit better because we're like, well, I used to enjoy this. Now I don't like what's that all about. Whereas 
I don't know many sort of like accountants that were like, oh, I used to love being an accountant and now I hate it. I'm getting burnout. Do you know, it's not There's, like... Kind of there, uh, if anybody was playing Dan Job Bingo, then they need to see off their drink. Um, yeah. <laughs> whenever yeah. Dan does a boring job, he goes straight for the accountant. because Always the accountant, like, no, mate. No one wants to grow up to be like an accountant. No one. No, one's, no, no one's one wants that. to grow up to be an accountant. I always pick it's, on accountants. That is, he's like the, the Gary Neville of footballers. That is an accountant. Well, no, because, because, because I imagine <laughs> some people do grow up wanting to be like a lawyer maybe you know or a doctor yeah, or something yeah, like that yeah. but anyway i don't think anyone wants to be an accountant that's why i always pick on it because it's quite a high up job but one that i can't imagine people really want it to be but anyway um i could have said barista do you know for all i know whatever but um it's one of those things where i think that because we do it because we enjoy it is that we start off that way and then it, it gradually becomes your your job and then all of a sudden you lose the, the sort of the buzz for it and then you still train yourself and you realize that you're not enjoying training even though it's your job which you, again, you're fine to not enjoy that as much, but then you start training yourself outside of your job and it still feels like work and you still don't enjoy it. But then also the other factor about fitness that, that I think is difficult is everyone has an opinion on it. So you go to a party, everyone's like, oh, I'll oh, see so fitness, I'll oh, diet. Oh, great, let's talk about that. And like, For fuck's sake, like go away. Whereas again, <laughs> an accountant doesn't really get asked much about like numbers and shit at a party. They go, okay, that's great. You, know, you sound boring. Cool. And then they move on. <laughs> like, like, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Um, kind of. But um, it's one of those things where like it, you then get asked about it and it, it gets talked about and everyone's got an opinion and again. And then it's also in the, in the media and people have an opinion in the media. And I think there's also this element to it where again, social media based a lot of it. Again, I can't imagine that people follow. I can't imagine many of the accountants follow other accountants. Like, Oh, I can't wait to see what they posted or they get, you know, frustrated with what they posted or they get annoyed <laughs> with what they posted. You know, it's like, no, no, do it. Whereas in fitness, you, you kind of get triggered by other things in fitness or other people share stuff with you because it's in fitness. What's your opinion on this? What's your opinion on that? Or you start a podcast and then you start talking about fitness again a bit more. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it can become a bit all-consuming. Um, you can't really get away from it um, from that point, which is why I think it's a lot harder. And I think it's also, I think also think that if I was to say to someone, oh, I'm burned out or I'm an online coach and oh, I'm feeling burnt out, I'm stressed. People don't take it as seriously because, oh, you get to work from home all day must be easy or you don't really get to you don't really do much like you've got stress what are you on about blah, blah, blah. And I, uh, not this laughed off because i don't think but i think people aren't comfortable bringing it up because it's kind of deemed as like well what have you got to be stressed about you just coach people you just train people even pts what have you got to be stressed about you just you get to work out with people in the gym all day that's not hard do you know it's that kind of it's looked down on a little bit like, that's not hard like, what are you on about and yeah. again because people because people don't know right people just don't know what it feels like so i think they're the reasons that it's it's quite tough and, yeah. and why prone to, to feeling burnt out with it. I think, yeah, because it's it's just, it's almost completely immersive. Um, and you mm. just like your social, like everything on the social media becomes, you, we're not viewing social media as a lot of people view social media, right? Because it's normally mm. a business thing for us. And we're like, oh, okay. Because yeah. I've had that from clients before. They're like, oh, but you, you only have yours for a business. I'm like, yeah, essentially. That's, yeah. I, would wouldn't, I, have I, I wouldn't be on it. I wouldn't be on it. I, pro I, I probably wouldn't choose to be on it either. I'd probably just like flick through stuff and that's about it. But it would mm. just be like, be like our, our feeds would be the same. It'd be like golfing things and that's about it. Um, but it's yeah. quite, it's quite sad. And then you're, you're right. I think everybody can uh, appreciate the, uh, you're at a party or you're a family event or whatever. And they'll ask for your advice. You'll give it. And then they'll be like, oh, I'm not doing that. All right, cool. All right. Uh, so it's fine. That's why friends and family don't doesn't doesn't happen. Um, the continual free program or oh can I have a workout or that kind of shit. And it's just like no 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 no. Then you're like this is my price. 
I'll be like, oh yeah, I'm like a hundred pound an hour. Do you want to pay me for the hour? Then I'll write you up a plan. Cool. Yeah. What? You must have one just knocking around that like, you can send me for free. Yeah, but also me sending it to you for free takes my time. So yeah. I can't be asked. And also means you, and also if I send it to you for free, that means you won't do it. So yeah, it also means we won't do it. Correct. And how about the fucking hours of fucking sessions for me to write that plan properly and make sure it's a fucking credible and works? Yeah. It's like the whole the whole like uh yeah, if they if somebody comes to fix the 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 water, there's water leak, all these lads can't come and do it, can't come and do it, and this person just tightens a bolt after looking at five minutes and it's just like charging for five grand. It's like they're like, Oh, but you only did five minutes work. It's like, yeah, but I knew which one to do. So therefore that's yeah. what that's what it is. So you pay for my expertise. Um unfortunately that takes into account. Um but yeah, the fitness burnout, I guess it's yeah, just immersive, I feel. That's that's why people it's yeah, hard and also to as well, away. I think it's 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 immersive, but also people don't view it like it should be stressful. Like mm. I think that they don't view it as a as a real job and people don't view it as that. And you know, you're expected to just I've had it before with family as well. They've told me that I work too much or I do too much of this and, and all that sort of stuff. But again, it's it's, they also don't see that the flexibility that comes with the job, do you know, as well. They don't understand that side of things. And it's not a job you can clock in and clock out of, um, which has its benefits, but also has its, its drawbacks, right? And I think that the thing for me has been definitely you have to have something outside of fitness because for a lot of people, fitness is their thing outside of their job, right? So a lot of people, you know, they go to CrossFit or they go to the gym and, and that's their thing. That's their escape from what they can't wait to get to the gym in the evening or in the morning much like I'm looking forward to getting up, well, I'm getting up early to play golf. I'm looking forward to it, right? And it's the same people with the gym. They they want to go and they they feel good for going. So for most people in fitness, that's not the case anymore. It used to be, but it's not anymore. It's not, it's, it doesn't, I do it because I have to do it because I know that it's good for me and I want it to transfer over to my sport and all those sorts of things that I play. But uh, I do it for the health reasons, the the aesthetical reasons. Like I'm not, again, not just saying it as it is. That's why I, I, part of the reason I do it. And then the performance stuff, but I don't love it. I don't love going to the gym in any way, shape or form. Um, and I think that's where you have to have that other thing outside of it. I think as you, as you get older and you spend more time in fitness, you realize you need that extra thing, whether it's football, whether it's cricket, golf, whether it's another sport, whether it's a different hobby entirely, you know, I think you do need chess for all I care and whatever you want to play, but I think it's, hey, I play it's chess. that thing. It's fine. You would. Um, <laughs> It's, it's one of those things where I think you need to have that and you need to dedicate a lot of time to it because you need that, that, that time away. Um, and I tell you what else I think really helps is a, like a really understanding partner in it because you will be constantly thinking about it, even when you're off. Like I know when I'm off, I'm still sometimes a bit like preoccupied or I'm a bit like thinking about other things. And because I think being self-employed by its nature, you're going to be that way. Yeah. Um, and I think it helps having someone who understands that a little bit. Um, like, so for example, for me, taking two days off in a row of no, not checking anything to do with work would actually make me more stressed than having half an hour each day, just making sure that everything was all right. Like it's that thing of like, again, most people will say, just ignore it. And look, if I had a normal job and I had a week's holiday, you bet your bottom dollar, I wouldn't be checking anything. <laughs> but it's kind of a bit like, but it's on my mind and I feel like I'd have a better time and a more relaxed time if I could just spend half an hour checking that everyone was okay or checking my phone or emails and stuff. Maybe that's not healthy. I don't know. Maybe someone will tell me that's really bad, but I think <laughs> there's an element to it where when it's your own business, like it's kind of important sometimes to do that. So I think that's why burnout's a little bit more 
common, I suppose, in, in this sort of style of, of stuff. But um, it's it's also, mm, I think there's a, the other aspect to it is that there's a lot of delayed um, gratification or delayed success. I think you put a lot of work in up front for not a lot of, of reward and, and you have to trust the process. And I think some people can look at that and be either put off by it or they can get disheartened by it um and and they give up uh, probably at a time where maybe they're just about to break through um mm. and, and i think that that annoys people is that you don't understand that the work you're doing now is going to pay off in six months 12 months time um it's hard to see that yeah how would you say is it hard to combat or come back from kind of having fitness burnout what would you do to kind of reignite your fire if you say like oh fuck i'm so tanked i don't want to do this um because certainly something like we've spoken before and each of us have been like fuck me i'm done let's, let's move industries let's yeah go start a property business or something like that or just be like doing it mm. um what would you say because obviously we have our expertise right it comes all we're fortunate enough to say that all the intricacies of it and the, the become quite easily to us now so it's more the it's the mm. doing more than anything else. Um, I think I think there's there's a couple of things that 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 I always come back to. Number one is that I think this would happen in any job. I think that we're the type of people who, when you're passionate about something or you care about helping people, you always go above and beyond. Like when I think back to even when I was in football, I still was one of the harder workers. I still did quite a lot of work, and I, even though it was for someone else at the time, I still had that that effort i still thought there was a better way of doing things and went out of my way to kind of spend more time doing those sorts of things i think that's that's the one thing i come back to is that there's no perfect job um well being a footballer but there's no perfect job um you know, even they start hating football after a while right but you know they get burnt out but it, it it's that whole thing of there's no perfect job there's always something something else um going on from from that point of view and then i think the other thing is that i think we forget is that if we feel like we're getting a bit bored with maybe saying the same things or clients that, you know, we, we kind of have to say the regular, you know, regularly get a new client have to say the same sort of things is like, there's also an element of you need to in, embrace the fact that it doesn't take you much effort to help someone. And some people look at it as a bad thing. You've got a bit bored saying the same things or kind of helping the same sort of client and all that sort of stuff. But I would look at it as, yeah, but, that's also the beauty of it is that actually now your your work isn't maybe as mentally taxing as it used to be and you are you have mastered the art of of coaching someone through certain things and the the beauty is that you do have to just keep repeating the same things and you're helping more people by doing that rather than getting fed up and sacking it all off it's like well no you're you can help people in a quicker time frame more efficiently and all that sort of stuff um the other two things i always come back to um but then the third thing is you can always pivot. You can always change a little bit. You can always go, right, actually, what's a bit more stimulating? Of, do I want to work with, you know, people that are more like, do I want to carry on working with people that I'm currently working with? Or should I, should I pivot and help someone else? Or should I change slightly? And I think that's always an option that, that people have, whether they know it or not, they, they certainly do have that available to them. Um, but I think it's just, whenever it happens to me, I always look back and there's a reason for it. And it's always, always, always because I haven't given myself enough time away. It's not the prop, the fitness or the job isn't the problem. It's the fact that I've become too immersed in it and it's, yeah. I need more time away from it to actually relax. And then I tend to feel better. 
And I tend to go, okay, cool. So it's just, again, about getting that balance right, which again, is hard as we just described. But whenever I feel like that, I look back and go, oh shit, actually, I haven't been doing anything else. <laughs> no wonder, <laughs> no wonder I feel a bit shit and burnt out, right? So um, so you book a golfing holiday with your mate and you go away and you play golf for a week. So, you know, that's just what happens. You know it. But Dan's only allowed to use his putter. So it's his favorite club. So. Man, I'm just looking forward to getting my four shots on you. Every, <laughs> every, every hole, every round. Every, every round. I was about to say, every fucking hole. I was like, Jesus Christ. Not every <laughs> hole. I don't need every hole, mate. That's um, yeah, look, I, I'm sure that everyone listens to this has experienced it again, but even in normal jobs, you know, so it's one of those, I don't think it's any different in fitness. I just think that it's just not talked about as much in fitness because you should be deemed as enjoying it. It should be your dream job and like, oh, oh, it's my dream job to be a PT or, you know, people leave their corporate jobs. It's my dream job to be a PT. It's my dream. It's like, no, it's not your dream. It's just you got bored of being corporate in corporate and then you did it and you realize it's exactly the same problems exist elsewhere. Um, I think that's the, the key thing to remember. Yeah, lovely. It's okay to feel burnt out. It's okay. Just, just get over it, Dan. Just get over it. Yeah. The other thing <laughs> as well, just, just to finish on, just to finish on this, is that as a PT or as an online coach, it's better to be more that way than to be someone who's lazy as fucking doesn't do anything. Like, <laughs> yeah. If you're going to be either, you're going to be either end of the spectrum, right? Or, or, or you know, obviously you've got optimal level in the middle. I'd rather be the person that's closer to burning out than the person that was just like sat on their arse all day and doing fuck all and moaning about they didn't have the business. And they I wanted, think, right? and I think like when, when, when you've achieved, well, when you get to that kind of burnout process, look to confide in someone. Um, and whether that is like, particularly why we do the coaching we do, right. Cause people come to us to take the load off certain things mm -hmm. and they, so it's like, all right, I'm going to pass on that bit of, uh, what I'm thinking about and I'm getting burnt out about like for us, it'd be like our training, like make somebody else do that. Right. Or the business side, make, make somebody else help me. So I don't feel as like in a rut or it kind of takes care of itself. Mm. Right. So like with the golf, for example, we both realize, Oh, I want to get better. Blah, blah, blah. All right. We're going to pay someone to, to take that away from us. And they, they then give us some answers and that's absolutely yeah. fine. And obviously me and Dan are always available to talk to about that. Um, but yeah just just if it if it's not confiding and paying for a coach it's confiding someone like fortunately me and you can talk to each other have someone in the industry that can be like it's all right like do, maybe you go this way maybe you go this way maybe you do this um take this away yeah. this really matter that kind of shit so um exactly having that. those exactly people that. are invaluable yeah. invaluable and, and, you... and look i think it's like it's just that thing that people think is a sign of like a weakness or something like that and it's just it's really not like it's just just ask yeah. people for help like you'd be surprised and, and... i had a message from someone the other day actually and she we, we were chatting briefly and she was saying how no one no one really explains how lonely online coaching would be and i was just like i get it like you, you spend all day on your at home and you're in, in an office at least if you're in an office job you, you're surrounded by the people and you interact with them you might not like them or whatever but i think as humans we do need a bit of social interaction and People don't really talk about the fact if you're an online coach, you just spend all day sat in one office, kind of chatting to people on Zoom or, or you know, doing recording videos. But you know, you don't really see much. Um, so you know, there's there's elements to it where it's again online compared to in-person PT isn't always cracked up to be. There's still times where I wish I could do a couple of sessions and see some people have a bit of a crack and you know have some fun. But you know, it's what it is. I've made my bed, so I lie in it. But I think it is it is overplayed a little bit that most people just sit in their office and you know got a desk job effectively. So. Mate, all we're doing is just walk around your office, 
just just mm. on on the phone. You just cookie cutter, off it goes. See you later. Send. Send. Beautiful. Just pretend I'm working. Just pretend I'm working. <laughs> it's easier that way. Busy work. That's what you do. Busy work. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Any other business, Daniel? Not for me, no. All right, we all eagerly anticipate and are looking forward to your uh, sriracha eggs on uh, on Thursday. Um, we'll see. I've got sriracha. I have eggs. Maybe I'll do the same thing. Try it. I'm going to try on, it. On, a, on, a sesame, on a sesame bagel. Actually, I did sesame, get grief. Sesame bagel. I did, <laughs> I did get grief off quite a few people about why I had why I'd chosen a sesame bagel. That's a sign for fuck's sake. Um, well, that's a pretty decent try. I'm not, I'm not fussed about that. I don't know, yes. Then I was just like, well, plain is plain. It's not too bad, but like, I couldn't have it on cinnamon raisin. I'm not, that's madness. Like onion, onion yeah. bagel, nobody's doing that, are they? Um, so oh, I don't know. Onion bagel's decent, mate. You do like but, onion bagel. Uh, so I got, I, but I was like, I prefer an everything bagel, but they don't exist in most in England and they're not in, they're mm. in the Tesco next to me. Um, and then uh, Alex was like, Who's like red onion and chive goes with everything. The master bagel, red onion and chive. Mm. I told him to send some to me. Well, I don't think it goes with peanut butter and jam, does it? So he's made it for himself. Yeah, a few people are just like, "Why have you gone for sesame bagel?" Like, all right, Jesus, I didn't realize a sesame seed bagel was such a antagonistic bagel choice. Boy, I didn't know. Right. Yeah. Like that. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Catch you next week. See you later.